This is Heavy Hulk Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the impending end to the NFL lockout. We discuss the upcoming schedule to get everything in shape for the season. Aaron talks about his email from Bruce Allen. This and much more live with Aaron Josh and Jones. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening again? What's happening? What's happening? Welcome, everybody. Harry Hog Football, episode number 257. I know it's a long time coming, but there hasn't been anything going on to talk about. That's been a damn thing. (laughs) There's been a bunch of DR. 257 episodes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We'd like to give a shout out to our benevolent sponsor, as always, David Lee Legal Services. That's Based right. out of Williamsburg, Virginia. Our benevolent sponsor and Redskins fan. Some people and, know uh, him as David Lee. And, um, David. <laughs> if, he, if he plays for so- soccer in Spain. Yeah, I don't Speaking know. Of soccer. Yeah, I don't know what you guys have been doing to, to uh, you know, fill the time where you'd normally be paying attention to free agency and. All that and whatnot, but getting ready for training camp. We've been oh we've been paying attention to the U.S. women's team, who almost brought home the World Cup. They were about a couple <laughs> minutes away from it the other day. Oh they were so close. So, uh, and as a matter of fact, uh, Aaron came up with this tribute to the uh, to the United States women's soccer team for the fine effort that they put forth. <laughs> In, in and Germany. you contributed, John. Yeah, John contributed. I, I do have I do have a minor con- contribution in this uh this this piece of art that we're gonna we're gonna throw out here real quick to kick off the episode. Yeah, John had um, John contributed his cameo performance saying "Oh my," and in fact, that's what we decided to name the tribute. It's called "Oh my," <laughs> and here let's just go ahead and play it for you guys. Oh my, Hope Solo. Has a big fat soccer butt. Oh my! It jiggles. It jiggle, 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 jiggles. Yellow cake. Oh my! Hope Solo has a big fat soccer butt. Oh my! It jiggles. It jiggle, jiggle, jiggles. Yellow cake. Oh my! Hope Solo has a big fat soccer butt. Oh my! It jiggles. It jiggle, 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 jiggles. Yellow cake. Has a big fat soccer butt, oh my! It jiggles, it jiggle, 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 jiggles, yellow cake. <laughs> oh, nice. that was lovely. Oh my, that was lovely. Oh my! <laughs> it jiggles, it jiggle, jiggle, jiggles. So there you go. Um, that's what like we've been doing. That app for for putting that together for us, whatever it's called. The app is called Sonify that we used to make that. There you go. <laughs> in fact, if you guys send us in some funny quotes, maybe we'll songify them and put them right here. <laughs> yes. Maybe maybe we'll stick them at like at the end of the cast, or maybe going into break or something like that. And how um, can they send us funny them. quotes? I'm just wondering. Hey, Josh. Josh. Hmm. What? Um, I can barely hear you. Can you get? Closer? I said, how can they send us funny quotes? Ah, well, they can send an email to redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. Yeah, or what about or, the, what's the number that they can call? Or or they can call 1-777-HARRY-HOG. Which is also 
and leave a message. And if it's kind of funny or if it sounds like something we could quickly songify with that app, we might stick it on the podcast. Um, Normally, we don't discuss other sports, but since there haven't been any damn football, we had to talk about football for a little while. But hopefully, that's about to change. Bum, bum, bum. Because we have breaking news. We have breaking news that we've bit from a whole lot of other different news agencies. Here, let me. Hey, John, hold on. John, John. What's up? Let me play the breaking news sound effect real quick. Play the breaking news sound effect. Play it. All right, there it is. <laughs> we may have nice. breaking news. The lockout may be about to finally end. Woo-hoo-hoo. And it might not. But then again, it might not. Dudes, I'm so pumped about this. It might be ending. They uh, Apparently, the last major thing they had to work out before the weekend was the whole um, um, rookie uh contract length thing apparently they got that yeah the whole salary cap they're trying to do that rookie salary cap scale Mm -hmm. and that was something that seemed to be holding up the uh the process um but it seems like they've gotten pretty much all the major points figured out um it's just kind of fine-tuning everything at this point according to uh folks uh, such as uh adam schechter schefter what's his last name schefter schechter schefter Now, I did see one thing on SportsCenter today that might throw a little wrench into it is players such as Vincent Jackson and uh, Alan Mankind, Mankins, Mankind. that are um, named as plaintiffs in this um, lawsuit um, are demanding <clears throat> to either be unrestricted free agents or each get $10 million. Well, the, the I've actually just checked out ESPN.com. And uh, the update just of a few minutes ago is that the NFL will have to satisfy the 10 named plaintiffs in the Brady versus NFL antitrust case in order to complete the deal for its new collective bargaining agreement with the NFL Players Association. So it not only includes Logan Mankins, (laughs) Mankind, and Vincent Jackson, but it also includes Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and Drew Brees. Mm -hmm. So it's not just a couple of malcontents. It's actually, it's, you know, it's, it's, Basically, the three biggest biggest quarterbacks in the NFL, and because of this, although and because although, of guys, this, I just hold on. I dude. just read a few hours oh. ago. Oh, can you guys hear me? Uh, can you hear me? Okay, I can barely oh. hear you. Are you like a mile from your mic, dude? I'm like right up on the mic. So turn up your earphones. They're loud. Um, John's blowing me out. <laughs> um, uh, Michael Hossfield, an attorney for re- the retired players that are involved in the lawsuit. Um, he basically said that he thinks it's going to happen quicker than uh, quicker than we all think, and that uh, the issues involving the retired players would be resolved later. And that quote, we made it clear that the retiree issues are not an impediment to a resolution between current players and the league. Just want to point that out. Um, I also wanted to point out this BR that Josh came up with on his own. Speaking of the name plaintiffs. What? Yep. The BR that Josh has a theory, a BR theory, that could actually land Peyton Manning as the next quarterback of the Washington Redskins. You heard it. You heard it. You heard it right here. I called it. <laughs> I called it. <laughs> Peyton Manning is an unrestricted free agent. He wants more money. Does Indy want to keep him that bad, or do they want to go somewhere else? Is he unrestricted? Hold on. Josh, who has more money to spend than any other owner in the NFL? Wait, hold That's on. That's right. Is he unrestricted or is part of this lawsuit would make him unrestricted? Because um, I thought... As far as I know, he's an unrestricted free agent. Because like Vincent Jackson and them either want $10 million or to be named unrestricted. So I didn't know if that was the deal. Well, him. Peyton Manning was given... He was due to be, a believe, a restricted free agent, and he received the franchise tag before the NFL locked out the players in March. So yeah. he is franchised right now, and he wants to be an unrestricted free agent. He wants to become is. one. Yeah. Gotcha. And that's the same with Mankins, Mankind, and uh, Jackson. The difference between him and those other two guys, though, is I think he wants to be an unrestricted free agent just so he can demand more money and stay in Indianapolis. Yeah. But you never know. Those guys want to get more money and go somewhere else. 
Yeah, they just <laughs> don't want to be in the same place. So Fair enough. All right. Um, so anyway, if this really does happen, like Josh's sources at the senior level are saying, um, Adam Schefter and Chris Mortensen from ESPN have reported a timeline about the compressed um, um, schedule, off-season schedule that will last about a week. And I don't right. So next week's podcast, what is that going to be like? Ten hours long to go through. I know, right? That happens. Anyway. Here is the the compressed timeline. First, July twenty first, um, which is what Thursday, they would get together and educate the clubs on the new league rules and training, train the agents and all that stuff. Then on the twenty fifth, they're going to open up to sign the undrafted rookies and give the teams a chance to re-sign their own free agents. So that would be what Santana Moss and. Um, who Rocky McIntosh, Carlos, I can't catch Rogers, guys like that, folks like that, HB Blades, um, yeah, and this is what they're talking about, and a whole whopping three days to sign your old free agents before they become, you know, free agents that the whole league can try to pounce on, mm-hmm. and they'll have like <laughs> what five, six days, five days of free agency. Yeah, it looks like that. Not many days. And and I know that this list, I'm looking at the same list Aaron is looking at right now. And I know that according to some of the stuff I saw on TV today, this is pro- some of this is probably going to keep changing. And there's also reports going out right now that free, or uh, not free agency, um, training camp may have to get postponed by one week hmm. because it's going to take so long for things to happen. Basically, what's going to happen if this gets signed and, and the lockout ends in the next couple of days, there's going to be a free agency just absolute cluster for about two weeks for with three days of signing your own guys and then about a week or so of signing anyone that's a free agent and then trying to get everyone the hell into camp uh maybe they'll still get the hall of fame game in in canton hopefully they will because i know that's a big boost to the economy up there and the people there are really really nice and uh yeah, we'll just have to see what happens with that. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a whirlwind, and it's gonna be interesting to see if like you know people's contracts get messed up, if things get slipped in there, like you know, oh, and I get a ten million bonus if I score one touchdown this year, you know, and things like that. You know, that the timeline is gonna be so short. There's not gonna be as much time for people to uh to peruse those contracts and make sure there aren't a lot of caveats put in there by either agents or owners, a la the what was it, $2 million that LeVar Arrington was supposedly cheated out of or so mm-hmm. a few years ago? And the other thing that's interesting is that normally um, NFL teams would carry 80 players going into training camp, but they're saying that they're going to set it up to 90, which means mm. I think the Redskins, as of right now, have 60 players under contract. Is that correct? I believe so. They've got 12 rookies if they want to sign them all. Right, who, remember, we haven't signed any draft picks yet. So They're not signed. You got 12 rookies to sign in three days. <laughs> there have been no unrestricted draft or unrestricted free agents signed by anyone because they weren't allowed to be signed after the draft was over. Yeah. And then on top of that, as a side note, there's still the supplemental draft that has to happen at some point. <laughs> somewhere. Just according somewhere. to the Bleacher Report, the Redskins are going to draft Mark Pryor. Trevor, wait. Terrell Pryor. Oh, yeah, Terrell Pryor. The dude from Ohio State, Josh's old stuff. Oh, yeah, guy. I was thinking of that pitcher from the Cubs who was really good for like two years. But we'll talk about that at a later hour. So anyway, after right. All right, after they said that August 2nd would be the setup for the roster to be at 90 players, and another Nine. thing Nine. is, all right, it's they're lo- apparently going to lower the uh, salary cap to $120 million. But mm-hmm. require teams to spend ninety percent of it. So bills and teams like that, Eagles. Yeah, all you people that don't spend money on your team, you're gonna have to. So, yeah, yeah. That way, teams can't hang out like thirty, forty million under there and be all cheap and be like the Bills yeah. anymore. Which was <laughs> one of the contentious points. The owner of the Bills and the owner of the Bengals were both very adamantly against. Uh, Pretty much spending money on anything, so that that was a big deal. But I think the uh, big dog owners pretty much uh, brooded them out and made them 
made them. Is go that because it. they don't have the money? The question is, do they not have the money? Do there need to be other owners for those organizations to continue to grow? It's, I don't think it's a matter of them not having the money. I think it's because of revenue sharing, but I think it's more of a matter of them being cheap bastards. <laughs> John does not <laughs> well, sugarcoat it, dude. <laughs> well, I mean, if they don't have the money, dude. You know, if no, they, they have the money. The big, dude, dude, they own they NFL the teams. Dogs. I mean, they're not going to be that they, poor. Yeah, truly. So They like to sit back and skim off of like... The, you know, the teams that spend the money and sell all the jerseys and stuff like that while their teams can, like, perpetually... Oh, I got you. Right on. So, anyway, so, I was going to say yeah, perpetually yeah. suck, but then the Redskins, you know, spend all the money in the world and perpetually suck. But, anyway. Yeah, truly. At least they spend the money. Hopefully that's about to change. So, anyway, um, August 2nd would be the day to set 90 players, and then August 3rd, deadline for... The restricted free agents to sign their offer sheets. So that makes it what? Yeah. Seven day what? Yeah, seven days, right? Six days. So Something anyway. Like that. It's about two weeks. Yeah. Total. If that. And that's if, that. if this timeline doesn't change. This is all what's being reported by ESPN, so we don't know if any of this is gonna, you know, hold water as we go forward or not, or if it will the- change. From the 25th of July to the 7th of August is what the uh, restricted free agents have, right? Isn't that right? Yeah. yeah. That's what it's no, looking no. like, yeah. No, no to the 7th. To August 3rd. August 3rd. Oh, yeah, August that's, 3rd for that's, restricted. That's only like eight days or something like that. Nine yeah. days. And then four more days for the uh, the home team or the, the, the original originated club to uh, match the, the restricted free agent offer sheet. So four days to say, do we really want Los back? Yeah. Right. Although like I think Santana, he's unrestricted, but you know, the Santana will walk in and be like, I got this offer from Cleveland and it's $5 more than y'all are paying me here. Dude, there's all kinds of rumors about. Will you match it? Oh, geez. Yeah. So we'll see how that works out. Um, all we know is it's, it's, it's about to get really, really interesting. And all these, uh, all this downtime where people are doing things like watching women's soccer. Cause there's nothing else to watch. Those times are about to end folks. Yep. And I want to give a shout out to uh, Demora Smith, who is the head of the NFL Players Association, who was, uh, you know, took over after Gene Upshaw passed away. And he, when he took over, he said, two, he did, he, he, there's one thing that he did because he said that he was looking long term immediately, not short term, but he was looking long term and he's looking also, you know, at the retired players and making sure they're taken care of. And stuff like that. The guys who weren't taken care of originally. Like, you know, the old, the old, old guys who played a long time ago. And one thing he did, which the owners did not know about, is that a while back he said, I'm going to do this one thing. And I'm going to put it in my back pocket as an ace. And I'm going to hold on to that. And I'm going to drop it on the owners at the last possible minute, I think, is what he said. And see what they do. Because allegedly, according to ESPN, a few days ago, things were kind of stalling. It was looking like it was going to get close, but things were stalling. And Demora Smith said, oh, by the way, Jerry, Daniel, and all you other owners, I failed to mention that the NFL Players Association took out insurance so that every single player in the NFL, if they don't play in the game this year, if the season they're locked out, they're all going to get $200,000 apiece. And they're like, uh... And the owners were like... Because, of course, the owners were thinking that once the, they started missing paychecks, that the players were going to start caving in, and they were going to start giving up more and more concessions so the owners could get more of the money back, you know, the millionaire versus billionaire fight. Mm-hmm. And so he dropped that on them, and it was like, basically, all the players are going to be taken care of. Because if you can't get by on $200,000 a year, you got problems. Yep. And so I think that was allegedly... That's what uh really kickstarted these last few days to get things going. So I thought that was very intelligent forward thinking by a person who's been uh getting a lot of bad press, I think. And I thought that was a very uh a very slick move on his part. Very Especially tricky. to be able to do it and not get it and not have that go out there and then owners know about it months ago. It's kind of shifty, dude. It's shifty. He was taking care of uh he was taking care of his people. So what is this about ESPN already stroking the Cowboys for this season? I didn't hear any of this. 
Oh, you don't have to hear it. All you have to do is turn on SportsCenter. And, uh, I don't know, every 15 or 20 minutes or so, they're going through baseball. They're going through, you know, the NBA lockout. They're going through this. They're going through that. And then it'll be like the fifth thing on the ticker will be like Tony Romo speaks. Oh, yeah. Tony Romo they're not, Are the they interviewing tournament. Drew Brees? Now, now, they're not interviewing Drew Brees. They don't have Peyton Manning on there to interview. They're not talking to, like, Aaron Rodgers, you know, the quarterback and MVP of the last Super Bowl winning mm. team, the Packers. Mm. They're not talking to any of these guys on ESPN. No, no, no. They've got, like, Tony Romo and DeMarcus Ware <laughs> and guys like that on there, and they're like, and what about the Cowboys next year? Is Tony <laughs> Romo ready for the challenge? He says he is. Ba 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 ba. DeMarcus Ware says we're ready. Dude, I know another cowboy that they are interviewing this week also. Tony Romo. So what is that about? They're already stroking the Cowboys. They're not talking to players from any other teams. They're already talking to like Romo and being like, Romo is ready to lead the Cowboys. Dude, you might be going a little over the top here. because I saw, Dude, I saw him interview some Packers. I didn't see that. I saw him interview Clay Matthews. When? Today. Today? Today. What did they say? Clay Matthews, what do you think about Tony Romo? They interviewed him and his brother. He said, is it me or do you love my hair? (laughs) All I have seen is like news on other sports and Tony Romo and DeMarcus Ware. And the last two days. And speaking of stroking, you saw some news about um, Michael Irvin. <laughs> oh my dude are we there yet did we are we talking about that oh yet? oh i think we're gonna oh have to my. save that we're gonna save that for the flip side um Michael because he taught he he brought up he we're gonna talk about it he brought up something very serious but boy did he go about a very interesting way of doing it but we'll we'll save that um speaking of stroking the cowboys let's move on folks to uh <laughs> The FedEx Field party decks, or actually, are they actually decks. going to be party decks? Whip, and if so, who's going to be partying up there? Is it going to be beer drinking dudes, or is it going to be family friendly every There's single be a day bunch this of week? Stroller parking and changing tables. Well, dude, I What's read going that they on don't out there. I read that they don't even know if where they want to put the party decks is structurally sound to do so. Yeah, and then and then like in the next paragraph, I, I think I read the same thing. And then like the very next paragraph, they're like, the whoever from what the county up there, um, Prince George's County, is like, oh well, they've applied and they had they're approved to do this and that. So we haven't heard otherwise. Whether we heard it's going to be up by the end of this year, and if not, they have to tell us or something like that, or for the beginning whether of the season or something like that. Whether it's structurally sound, I hope so. They've already started taking it apart. Well, like maybe it's not structurally sound now. Well, sp- speaking of this whole party deck si- situation, it also came out as a side note that the Redskins finally admitted that they could not sell those season tickets where the party decks are, and that was the reason the, uh, for taking them out to the give quote, a, to give quote, everyone a little more space. The quote from uh, he was being interviewed by Steve Zabin, who people who listen to the Redskins sports radio in the greater DC area know him. He's nationally syndicated in the mornings. Again, um, Lon Rosenberg, the vice president of operations at the team stadium in Landover, Maryland, said in an interview with Steve Zabin that the seats that were removed to create two party decks were offered to fans on the season ticket waiting list. And quote, these are seats that they were not wanting to buy. Mm-hmm. But he also said they wanted to stay on the waiting list until better seats come up. I don't see that I blame them. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, I can't imagine the people in those seats who are allegedly being moved to better seats um, around the upper deck, not like in the corner of the end zones, but along the sidelines, allegedly. Can I, um, can I, I can't see them being mad about that as well. Dude, can I throw out an interesting point here? Allegedly. What do you got? Instead of, all right, so here's what the Redskins do, did. Instead of maybe, I don't know, charging a realistic amount for those crappy seats so that everyday people that don't make thousands and millions of dollars a year could maybe afford to go see a game for like, I don't know, $10, $20. Instead oh of reducing the price to of the tickets to something like reasonable and taking the risk that they may not sell out and would be embarrassed by that 
Instead of doing that, they just take those seats out so no one can come to those seats. <laughs> Basically, they're reducing the uh, capacity by about what from ninety what ninety one or ninety three thousand down to eighty two thousand. Mm-hmm. Do you see my point? Oh my! Or maybe they were trying to protect the uh, the party deck no. or the uh, the uh, the season ticket waiting list. No, the party w- what they're trying to protect is the whole supply and demand thing by making the supply lower. They make the demand go higher and can charge more money. But anyway. Uh, what are they going to do with all those seats that they took out? They, they sold them. Sell them on eBay? They sold them, dude. We, we t- talked about that last week. Oh, that's we right. That's, that right. Last that's week, right. Dude. That's right. That's right. Well, Bruce Allen is also saying that the party decks may not even be party decks. They may be fan-friendly areas. What does yeah, that what mean? What does that mean exactly? I, I don't know. Aaron, you made you brought this up last podcast, I think. You were just like, those are really high up to be party decks, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, what are the fan Is it going to be like over at Camden Yards where it's like they have all these <laughs> grills and stuff out behind the the um, stadium, behind like right field? Because that's kind of cool. Yeah. Is it going to be like that where you can just like kind of go for a little cruise and there's like, I don't know, games and like like open grills and stuff like that over there I and people just it. hanging out? Maybe they should do what they like did with that. that uh that ballpark in Arizona and put a hot tub out there. Yeah. Uh, maybe not. Except it would have to be at like what a thirty degree angle so you could actually watch the game. So you, how many people could actually fit in the hot tub? I know, dude. Like, what's the deal with the party deck? You can't see anything. Yeah, yeah. It would have to be. It wouldn't be able to be like a flat surface. It's definitely got to be like a tiered stair type thing. I don't know if they thought this out too well. I wonder. They should put a giant Ferris wheel up there. Dude. Then you could see the game from like, whoa, like while you're on the Ferris wheel. They could put a Ferris wheel at one side, maybe a little uh, little roller coaster at the other end. Yeah, there Maybe you they go. could do one of those cable car things like they have at Busch Gardens. It goes across between across the party stadium decks. stadium from one end to the other. So you can take a ride on it during the game. During the game. So you'd be able to look down like you were in the blimp. Yeah. Oh my. Oh my. Oh my. Oh my. See, you know, Bruce Allen needs to be talking to us about this. We've got some great ideas. Yeah, come on, Bruce. Seriously. I don't know, but if there's any county uh, construction office manager that's listening, and you could off the record forward us a uh, copy of the permit construction documents for the Redskin Party Decks, we would appreciate that by posting it on our website. I think we can just go get it, but we're we're way too lazy to go do that ourselves. We need someone to send it to us. And and dudes, another thing is that the Redskins were saying that it's going to have less traffic and congestion at the stadium and around the stadium by taking out those seats because there'll be less people. But aren't you trying to cram a bunch of people into like standing room only areas when you build party decks? But they don't know if they're going to do the party decks. Yeah. It's very odd, and now they're saying they might not. They may just be two big, big ass open gaps in the stadium until next season. One thing's for sure: they don't want people paying less than a million dollars for a ticket to get in there. <laughs> well, son. Anyway, moving seems forward, like a bad idea. Seemed, we already know. Seemed we've like already a good idea. But Her- it Her- bad. Harry Hog Football was the first um, organization. I will say to call the sham of the waiting list, and now it's finally been confirmed by the Redskins. Yeah, so the Redskins have finally admitted it. I mean, it was reported by us way before the Post or anybody else did it, like two years before they did a story on it. And BR so, will do it like next month sometime. They'll be like, Redskins can't sell out stadium. Blackout is out of whatever. All right, let's talk about uh before we go into the break dudes. Once the Reds once the lockout is done, the Redskins are allegedly going to be up to 26 or 28 million dollars under the salary cap depending on who you believe, and they're allegedly going to be jumping all over the free agent market. Yeah. Some of the dudes that they're talking about getting are the Jenkins brothers, that's Cullen and Chris. I think Chris is the uh, Jets dude, right? Cullen with a K. With a K. And with he's a, a he's Chris. a um, 
kind of like a utility defensive lineman. I think so. Didn't he play for the <laughs> Panthers too? Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, they're they think they can get land, land both of the Jenkins brothers, according to the reports that I'm seeing. And Possibly, yeah. There's a lot of rumors out there. They're saying Barry Cofield, that that big uh, defensive tackle from the Giants, could be a target. Uh, Asamoah, of course, seems to be a target of everybody. Although I don't think we're going to go after him because we got a Tagway. Yeah. Um. Wide receivers that have lots of troubles, like Braylon Edwards and Santonio Holmes, are going to be available. Especially um, Santonio Holmes. Marshall Yanda. I saw a story about that today. I didn't ever even heard of this guy before, but he's a guard slash tackle for the. Uh, uh, the Ravens, and apparently he's thought of pretty decently. Yeah. And, yeah, apparently he's going to be hard to get. He's going to be a sought-after dude. But I also yeah, read that, allegedly. according to a source I saw today, San Antonio Holmes was the dude that Shanahan really wanted to get. Yeah, and we know that he's had his legal issues, although most of his are just because he's a pothead. Yeah. Oh, my. Braylon Edwards, on the other hand, is like, you know... I I don't even know if he's gone to court for it yet. He probably has. He didn't get for some reason. You know, Goodell comes down on guys for all sorts of things and finds them and suspends them. But Braylon Edwards gets pulled over in Manhattan for going twice the legal limit. You know, and he doesn't even miss a snap in the next game. So I think that's he's definitely. I don't think he's someone that we wanted with the Redskins. No, and Holmes might be all right. No. I know he's had his problems, and, but man. And to go along with that, apparently the Redskins haven't really even talked about Braylon Edwards very much. Yeah, it, it depends on who you, who who where you look and what you listen to. It's a, most of it's probably a bunch of br. So, but although BR, I think br Allen Edwards. But right now, I dudes, think we could definitely end end up with a wide receiver and one of the Jenkins brothers. They're saying both of the Jenkins brothers. Maybe they would, come, would maybe not they be, that, be roommates like they were growing up. Maybe they'll get bunk beds. Yeah, and they also <laughs> take this both Chris and um um. With footy pajamas. And San Antonio Holmes, those are both um, <laughs> Jets, and you know our trade history with the Jets. We always trade for Jets. We always trade with them, and we sometimes they actually work out. Like Santana Mar- Isn't that that song? Danny and the Jets. Hey, I didn't mean to hit that oh my that time. It just Danny! <laughs> anyway. Danny! Danny and the Jets. Um, I think it's about time to take a break. When we come back, we too. will talk about Michael Irvin and D.H. Donovan, and we will talk about my, my correspondence this week with uh, General Manager of the Washington Redskins, Bruce Allen, yes, right after this tuned. break. You're listening to Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. Is someone you love in trouble with the law? Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony, murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense, DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions. Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every case is different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade, and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia, but for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state, including Ashburn. So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at 757-259-9377. That's should have played that music from the Wizard of Oz here. Which one? The one that's like, ding dong, D.H. Donovan's gone, the wicked Donovan. <laughs> well, dude, 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 before we get into that, um, 
when I was at your house the other day, I was, you know, in the bathroom doing my constitutional, and I was pulling magazines out of the uh, magazine rack, and I found Out Magazine, because I know you have a subscription to that. Wait, are uh, you talking to me or Josh? (laughs) Talking to to Aaron. (laughs) And guess who was on the cover? Who was on the cover, dude, and why were you looking at it in my bathroom? Dude, it was the best magazine. It was either that or, like, you know, Brattle Homes and Gardens or something like that. I think Suzanne subscribes to it, dude. Oh, okay. She might. Especially with that sexy picture of Michael Irvin on the cover. Whoa. Oh, my. (laughs) Yeah, all I could say about that is... Is... Oh, my. Oh, my. Now, I'm sure a lot of you have heard this story about Michael Irvin, um... He has been interviewed and is the cover. I, you can't even say the cover person. You got to say the cover model because of the pose he is striking on the front of the magazine. Um, but he's talking about a serious issue or serious issues. He's talking about how he had a gay brother that passed away and that he'd be all like totally cool with a, uh, a athlete in one of the major sports like NFL, Major League Baseball, hockey or basketball. He said only publicly he said one that of the he four were gay. And I thought that hold on, I thought that this was really a a really good intelligent thing that he did. I, I, I support him hundred percent for what he said in that and I thought that was very bold of him to uh to uh do what he did with and and do that article. <laughs> However dude, the picture on the front of the magazine, seriously. Yeah dude. I support him in supporting that, but he did not have to go over the top with this picture on the front. Yeah, the picture was a little over the top. The picture is one that if if you picked up the magazine, then you might be embarrassed to have someone else see you holding the magazine. It's all (laughs) kinds of oh my. I'm sure that um, the Out Magazine subscribers probably enjoyed the picture. That's a good point. That's a good point. And it I mean, may have won know, the Cowboys any... a lot of fans. <laughs> you know, it, if you're talking about something like, like you know, an athlete in a major sport in America coming out and saying he's gay and being in a magazine like that, that's cool. And, and you know, that's that's pretty gutsy to come to, to even do that. But you don't have to model on the front like you're some guy from like 98 degrees or something or 96 degrees or there or or Ricky Martin or something like that, pulling your pants down halfway to your junk to show yourself. And, and I thought, I thought the picture was quite audacious and he's wearing like like some 1930s shoulder pads or something. Yeah. It's it, like you said, it's a picture that will sell magazines to the people that would normally buy that magazine. But the rest of us, I I think maybe for the rest of us, I'm not really for us because we all understand the seriousness of that issue, but a whole lot of other people who would not normally subscribe to that magazine are just going to look that and be like, dude, seriously. I think, I think it took a little bit away from uh, the message he was trying to convey. Right. About well, I mean, tolerance. What are you saying? Should he have been on the magazine in like a business suit or something like we typically see him on, you know, as a commentator? Yeah, that would have been master? a little more tasteful, I think. I think it would have been yeah. a little more tasteful. It's like, it's like Danica Patrick wanting, uh, uh, she wants respect and support for being a good race car driver, and yet she she shows up in these GoDaddy commercials kind of acting like a slut. So, you know, if you want that, if you want people to listen to your message and respect you, you can't be running around with your pant, pulling your pants down and almost showing your junk, is what I'm saying. Interesting. In all seriousness. Yes. All right, so, gotcha. you know, good well, message. We encourage, we encourage our listeners picture. to form form their own views and opinions, and we're just uh, reporting what we've seen here. And absolutely, yes. And if you agree or disagree, or if you want to say that I'm, you know, because I'm none of us are homophobic here. We're all, you know, cool with everybody. We're all, you know, everyone's cool. People are people. We don't have a problem with any of that stuff. Um. So if you want to write in and say that we're homophobic or that we should be homophobic or whatever your opinion is, you can write us at RedskinsFan at HarryHogFootball.com or you can call us at our number. Hey, someone just called Josh, as a matter of fact, or texted him. They're probably saying, John is dumbass. I did or, I did just get a text. 
Wow, they're really <laughs> listening. Who's it from, dude? And you could call us and leave a message at 77HarryHog, which is 774-277-9464, and leave a message. Maybe we'll even auto-tune you going, John thinks Michael Irvin should wear a business suit on the cover of Out. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. I, I think I truly think John, just that hold on. the story be conveyed John, in a more would it have been more serious not. if he had completed the uniform and worn an old school leather helmet John I never thought uh, I would ever hear you say the sentence that just came out of your mouth in that auto-tune voice <laughs> John thinks that Michael Irvin should wear a business suit on the cover of Out Magazine <laughs> I, I I can honestly say I never would have expected that ever to be coming out of your mouth either. Uh, oh oh my! No but, matter but, what context. Well, we're gonna have to auto tune that very now, good dude. For him for having the guts to do what he did. Yes, we're gonna have to auto tune that. That's fair. And enough. And enough about that. It's great. Enough about that. On to D.H. Donovan. Um, he has quit, and he went back to. But he went back to being the. To the law firm he was at before he was the Redskins chief um, operating officer. Thank goodness. Which is Wilmer Hale. They have to look forward to working with him every day. So, Oh, man. Excellent. He sounds like a great guy. I love in one of the articles I read about him, he was like, I will no longer, I will still be actively working for the Washington Redskins, but I will no longer be walking around talking to tailgaters. And I'm like, what? Telling them what? You better move your vehicle because you're parked on the line and I'm going <laughs> to sue you? I know. What was he talking about? What is tell? that? Like he was out there hanging out with them. Right. He's fr- like, I could just hey imagine man, him being out there dog? and like... Can I have a hot dog? Can I have a hot dog? Can I have a hot dog? <laughs> now, no, he'd be one of those guys that walks around in a suit and tie and whatnot. You know, he, he's probably one of those guys that could, went to a, like college football games in the shirt and tie and thought it was cool. Yeah. Now, he, like walked around and didn't really talk to anybody, but just kind of looked around like he was self-important. Uh-huh. Now we and then he go up and talk to people and be like, hi, I work for the Redskins. How is your day going today? And people are looking at him like, who is this guy? Or like he when he personally, yeah. or like when he personally Dude, called. we should go to a game one day in suits and just walk around and do that. That'd be kind of funny. Dude. Or, <laughs> with, with burgundy and gold striped ties? Yes. Burgundy and gold striped suits. Remember he personally called. And then you could have a picture um, put on the cover of Out Magazine. He personally called um, David Lee, remember? He did, David Lee, because David Lee was like, I'm a lawyer, and I'm going to outline exactly why I'm not renewing my season tickets. And so they, they had a uh, dialogue back and forth about that. Um, oh, my. But the funny thing is what he said, Donovan said his uh, biggest achievements were as lawyer. As the, as the yeah, chief operating officer and, and head lawyer, i.e. the guy who sued all the people like the Redskins fans who couldn't pay for their season tickets State, so instead of just yeah. writing them off he sued them so his biggest accomplishments as the lawyer of the redskins is the stadium upgrades including putting in two 30 foot by 100 foot tvs uh-huh i think i think what happened is he had, he he was trying to accomplish the party deck thing but when he heard that the stadium might fall down he decided to quit <laughs> well, those TVs were the highlight of his efforts, is what he said. <laughs> That's the yeah, only thing well, listed in the article is the highlight of his efforts over the last six years. He had years. to fight for those, man. And well, fight for those TVs. I, for one, will not miss D.H. Donovan at all, and I'm glad. Apparently, he's still going to be working for the Redskins. He's just not going to be a exclusive you know, employee of the Redskins. He'll still be working for them through his law firm that he's a part of. And proud we are of all of them. And I'm sure his law firm has a box, a suite at the at the FedEx Field. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Moving, I bet that's a fun place to party. Moving forward, if you guys <laughs> didn't hear or not, um, I mentioned before the break my uh, emails to uh, Bruce Allen. Um, if you didn't hear, uh, Sonny, Sam, and John's favorite, Larry. Uh. Larry. So pissed off about this. We're hired so again. So pissed off about this. They have signed a contract for another season. This All up, three of them. This upset me to the point where I had to send Alan the Bruce an email about Larry <laughs> to ask Larry. him to reconsider. No, no, no. Yeah. So, read your email, dude. So I don't read have it handy. Yeah, if you yeah, guys have dude. it handy, I forwarded it to you. You can read it. Otherwise, I was just going to paraphrase. Are you kidding me? You don't have that email to read? You can't like read the back half without reading the front. 
dude, that's your whole, e- that's your email. Seriously. Dudes, can you guys get my email? Here, hold on. I'll look it up. Hold on. I think it's in the bathroom. I was just going to paraphrase, paraphrase it, dude. Paraphrase it. All right. Paraphrase. All right. I have it. I have it right here. I think. I have it. Here. Here. I'm going to read it. Oh, no. I don't have it. Let's see. Oh, my. All right. Well, Josh, okay, here you getting go. that straight up. Oh, here we go. All right. Dear Mr. Allen, this is Aaron reading. This is Aaron writing this to none other than Allen the Bruce. Dear Mr. Allen, I would like to know why you guys renewed Larry Michaels' contract. He constantly berates our beloved Sonny and Sam throughout the broadcast. More importantly, he's always making incorrect calls during the games. This is very evident if you watch the game while listening to him. Furthermore, he shows up at Redskins events wearing Eagles green jumpsuits. (laughs) I (laughs) I would seriously appreciate it if you reconsidered his contract Thanks for all your hard work and turning around the team. It seems you are putting the team back on track while not forgetting the fans. Hail, sincerely, Aaron Allen, fan for life. P.S. Will I see you at the family reunion this year? <laughs> that P.S. part was not really in there, Josh just said. Josh added that in. Yeah, okay. I bet he got a kick out of getting that and being like, oh, he's an Allen too. So within an hour... Um, he had written me Within back. An hour. But before, hold Within on, an hour. hold on. I got to talk about how I went about getting his email address because it was a little. Forty-three minutes later, it was a little shifty how I got it. It took Aaron longer to get his address than it took for Alan the Bruce to, to actually email back. Yeah. So this is what I did. I was I talked to John about this. I just went on the Redskins website and I looked for any kind of person that worked for the Redskins, like HR or anything like that, and I looked for the format. Of how their email addresses were formatted, you know, like first initial <laughs> last name or what have you. So I figured that yeah, out. Yeah. And then I wrote, it was like B. Allen or something like that. Or, or someone else's, you know, it was like J. Adams. And I was like, oh, it must be B. Allen at Redskins.com. So I write it. Right. I write it. And it's like, Barbara Allen is not in the office. Auto reply or something like that. <laughs> she is on vacation this week. If you were trying to reach Bruce Allen, his new email address is, and then just had, blah, it right blah, 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 blah. <laughs> had it right there. And I was like, cool. <laughs> gave you his email address. I was like, cool, thank you. So then I wrote him. And then within. <laughs> Why, thank you, B. Allen. Yeah, within. 43 a, minutes, dude. 43, 43 minutes, minutes later, Alan the Bruce responded with this that Josh has somewhere. Am I reading it? Yeah, I don't have it up. Sure. Okay, okay. Alan Bruce responded 43 minutes and 53 seconds later. Here's what he wrote. Mr. Allen, thank you for your support and thoughts. Sonny, Sam, and Larry have a great, all caps, great relationship and really enjoy working together. I promise you, I promise you, if I see an Eagles green suit anywhere in our building, it will be burnt. Thanks again, Bruce Allen. (laughs) (laughs) Did you hear that, Larry? He's got his eye on you. He's, He's watching you. you. Now, I was tempted to yeah, send him right. the picture that, that I took. Larry? You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens? <laughs> I was tempted to send Bruce Allen the picture that I took of Larry in the green jumpsuit, but I didn't, you know, I didn't know if that would be going too far. They're like, dude, seriously, look. Look. Yeah, the whole thing about them having a great relationship, I mean, what else do you expect them to say? Yeah, we know he's a tool, and the other two have to put up with him, and he sucks, but we couldn't find anyone else better. Hail the Redskins. Yes, but the point is that Alan the Bruce actually takes the time to write fans back, which means, and says things <laughs> like, um, yeah, dude, if we see a green jumpsuit, it's going to be burnt. Something that we would say ourselves. It's, it's, it will be burnt. It is a good sign, because what do you think quote. Vinny Serrato would do between, you know, sniffing lines of coke? Would he... he? He would probably, yeah, he'd probably forward it on to D.H. Donovan and be like, you deal with this, you, 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 deal with this with those crazy wild eyes he has. Is there any way we can sue this guy for saying that about Larry? Can we sue this guy? Can we sue this guy? What do you think? Should we, should we, should we, should we sue this guy? Come on, what do you think? What do you think, D.H. Donovan? D.H., what does D.H. stand for? <laughs> so anyway, yes, I appreciated the email back from Alan the Bruce. I think we all know what D.H. stands for. Yeah, we do. Anyway, I thought that was pretty cool that Bruce wrote me back. So anyway. It's very cool. 
Um, Maybe at the end of the podcast, we'll play our little uh, tribute to your email. How's that? Then on the other, dude, then on the other hand, do you have, oh, we don't have that right here. So, yeah. On the other hand, though, um, what else was he doing? It's not like he was out signing free agents last week. I mean, that's true. What's he doing sitting I think, in his dude, office? I think he saw your last name was Allen. He thought, oh, okay, I'm going to respond to an Allen. And then he thought, how did he get my email anyway? Well, he somehow hunted me down. Either we're related or I just need to respond. So he did. Or he just saw that the subject line was just plain Larry Michael. And maybe he thought it was some kind of, you know, <laughs> HR thing that had to be dealt with. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh. Or maybe he was just being cool and writing people back. Because I've also read things about him responding to other fans about different little issues and stuff. Right. I think he was just being cool because he understands. He grew up. His dad. You know, his dad pretty much. Family. His dad pretty much created the Cowboys rivalry. Yeah, he pretty much yep. put the Redskins back on the map. Yep. So anyway. So, he's the man, Alan the Bruce. Hey, I thought this was pretty cool. They're going to put 8,000 8, solar panels in at the FedEx field, and it will be enough electricity, I think, I read, to power 15% on game day electrical needs and 100% the rest of the time. Of the For st- the offices yeah. and everything else. That's awesome. And, and they're going to install them as like covered parking, so you can like park underneath them and tailgate. And the yeah, rain. and they're gonna have electric think- electric car plugins there too. So like, if you have a Nissan Leaf or whatever they are, they they actually hired like a um, a sustainability consultant for FedEx Field. That's amazing. Part of part of that effort. That's pretty forward thinking. I mean, that's that's something you never would have expected to hear with Serato hanging out there. You know what, dude? You know yeah. what else they should. Um, Harness the power of during game day. The power of the urinal flush. Exactly. All that pee just running down <laughs> those troughs. Get that turning like a, a small little um, water wheel. <laughs> water wheel. You could power the scoreboard with that. You could power the scoreboard just by the halftime flushes. I know, dude. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> See, you need to contact us, Alan the Bruce. Will you be your sustainability? Uh, oh man, that's a good one. That's right. But Offices. yeah, those those solar panels are alleged. Aaron, you and I, I think the other day we were just like to putting those panels in, but are they taking away people's parking? We know there's not enough parking anyway, even though they're out there in the sticks, and they're actually yeah. gonna have them up. Up on you know stilts basically, so people can park underneath them. That'll also be cool yeah. when it's raining. You can Smart. still tailgate. Uh huh. They yeah. said it's going to be you know it will literally be good for covering from rain. It won't be like oh I'm still getting rained on. I'm kind of covered. It's not going to be we'll good. See how snows. that turns out, but well, pretty cool. Next, yeah, can, I think that's they can cool. water the grass by putting in cisterns. So the redskins the pee water to water the grass. <laughs> So the Redskins are one of three teams that have such a program. I think it, Seattle's one, and of course, I'm not sure of the other one. Seattle's a given. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Maybe San Diego think, or something. Yeah, yeah. It's probably a West Coast one, but we'll see. We'll, we'll maybe we'll research that and figure it out. It might have been Philadelphia. Uh. Anyway. Uh. I think we're getting close to. Well, we're going to go into the hog slop, and um, we'll do that real quick, and then about wrap this bad boy up, and we'll talk to you guys next week, which will probably be a 10-hour podcast, so um, drink your coffee. Anyway, yes, sir. you guys ready to go into the sir. the hog slop here? Do I have music for this? Yeah, do, yes, do, I have some music. Do here. we have music for this yet? Go with this. It's the Michael Irvin theme. <laughs> Oh, All right, on, first part, going into the hog slot. First, NFL Network's top 100 players in the NFL. The only Redskin is McNabb, McNothing at number 100. What do you guys think of that? I think, what about Arakpo? Where's Arakpo? Seriously? Yeah. Next is, uh, Redskins are the fourth most valuable franchise in the world, according to the annual survey by Forbes, trailing in order behind Manchester United uh, soccer team. The Dallas Cowboys and the New York or uh, New York Yankees. Interesting. They're making a lot of money still. Wait, who are even they? Even though they're tearing out all those seats. Who are they behind? Sorry. 
the Who? they're they're behind Manchester United. They're behind number one. Number two is the Dallas Cowboys, and number three is the New York Yankees. Huh. Okay. Excellent. Pretty interesting. Uh, yep. next next piece of hog slop is Hogshaven is making a push for Larry Brown to be inducted in the Hall of Fame. He is, of course, an un an unofficially retired number 43 for the Washington Redskins in the Ring of Fame there. Yes. Um, do you think they have a case with Larry Brown to get in there? Maybe? I think so. Maybe. And I think so, yeah. I think that if he's in, we're going. <laughs> we, 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 we might. He has. He does have similar numbers to a Les Richter, so we'll see. Um, we'll be there. Fats sexual assault trial has been delayed. Does anyone really care? Nope. Um, no, he's pretty next. much dead to me. Yeah, pretty much. All right, Santana Moss says he wants to stay with the Redskins, and I kind of believe him. What do you guys think? I I think yes, and I think that we should try to figure out a way to hang on to him. I second that emotion. Third. Yes, sir. And last but not least, the Washington Post says that we're going to let Carlos Rogers walk the walk all the way into free agency and say bye-bye. I say we'll do it. Don't drop any balls on the way out the door. Sayonara. Bye-bye. I say you can't have enough. Even though he can't catch, you can't have enough cornerbacks. I think we should keep him if the price is right. It's not going to be right, dude. He thinks he's worth it. I say don't. What he wants and what he's going to get offered by other teams, I think, are going to turn out to be two very different things. Washington Redskins should... Oh, wait. We're going into the BR of the week here, right? No, dude. I got to say this. I got to say one more thing about that. I I think the Redskins should say to Carlos... Don't let the ball hit you in the hands and fall to the ground on the way out. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> All right, moving on to the BR of the week. That's BR Bleacher. Of the week. This is actual Bleacher Report headlines, being that we don't read the articles and that we've banned on them the articles months and months of years ago. We can BR. just tell you the headlines and you can figure out what you think about them. Anyway, here it is. BR of the week. Washington Aaron. Redskins. Should Mike Shanahan move for Mark Bolger? Dear God. Or. Only if he's ripping some. What? Or, or <laughs> this article, the top five reasons why Terrell Pryor will be, or is it Terrell or Terrell? Terrell. It's Terrell. Terrell, right? Why Terrell Pryor will be the future of the Washington Redskins. Oh, can, man. Can I just, Gotta love that Bleacher Report. Can I comment on Terrell Pryor? I keep seeing all these people in these, um, like blogs and stuff like we have to get Terrell Pryor this and that but I, I don't know he's like one of those running like dudes like he might not even be a quarterback when he gets to the NFL so we'll have to he's, see yeah he's like an Antoine Randall L type guy except he's he's really embroiled in all that cheating well not cheating but all those uh NCAA infractions like he had six cars in the last year mm-hmm. when he was there at Ohio State and he was supposed to serve his five-game suspension, you know, for doing selling his memorabilia and stuff. And instead, he went pro, or he's going Antoine pro. Antoine Randall Terrell. Yeah, he's he's it's it's the whole dodgy situation. Not just him, but that whole Ohio State mess. Yep. Oh yeah. Anyway, but dudes, the chance, I think the chances of him making the Washington Redskins or being signed or drafted in a a a supplemental draft by the Washington Redskins are. Yeah, he'll be drafted in the supplemental draft. I don't think it'll be the Redskins. Not by the Redskins. Anyway, um, I think that about wraps it up. I'd like to give a shout out to Cali Skins guy and uh, Main Skin. He's, he's on the Lee. website right now, going finish it up, get going, finish it up. You guys, get ready. The world. Hey, I got a letter. Uh, I got an email from uh, David in Michigan this past week. Awesome. Oh man! Yes. Good old David in Michigan. He's probably saying, "Where's my, where's my, uh, st- oh." Speaking of that, Simon Kinsey in Wales. I still have to send you something for winning the fan- fo- fantasy football league from last year. Spe- It'll get there eventually. John, speaking of, what about the league? The league will be up as soon as we know there is real football happening. Yeah, we're like, stay tuned. We have all this stuff that we keep forgetting because there's been nothing. Yeah, stay tuned, folks. Anyway. Send us some email, redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. Give us a ring-a-ding-ding, 7-7-Harry-Hog. If you feel like donating, there's a button on Twitter at Harry-Hog. 774-277-9464. Leave a message. 
And if you guys would love to support this wonderful, wonderful podcast, you can always go to our website, harryhogfootball.com, and scroll down on the left-hand side and click on the donate button below. Love, Harry. And hail to the Redskins. And as always, if you see a Cowboys fan this week, joke Joke Oh, do we thank David Lee, Legal Services? Thanks, David Lee. David Lee, Legal Services. Hey, Aaron, give him him an exit music uh, with that little songified version of Bruce Allen's letter. What? Mr. Allen, thank you for your support and thoughts. Sonny, Sam, and Larry have a great relationship and really enjoy working together. I promise you, if I see an Eagles green suit anywhere in our building, it will be burnt. Thanks again, Bruce Allen.